0: Hey, everybody, welcome to our Seinfeld podcast. Week four, my power's on. That's the good news. (laughs) But we're recording this on Halloween week 2021. And Craig, I was at the um, school, a kid's school, for a big Halloween party. And man, what a time we had. It was great. So, Um, but hey, we're not here talking about Halloween party. We're here talking about Seinfeld this week, right? Mill and bonding, right? That is correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, uh, we've got a little shorter show today, so uh, Craig, let's start with you. Overall, what did you think about Mel and Bonding?
1: You know, it's it's kind of another one of those season one uneven episodes. Um, you know, Jerry, and maybe this is, you know, sort of just that uneven tone that you see throughout the series, at least from the first couple of seasons on, where, you know, he, he's very quick and easy to break up with a woman that he's either – <laughs> you know fallen out of infatuation with or whatever but in this episode he can't seem to bring himself to uh break up with uh, one of his childhood friends whom he stated only he liked because he had a ping pong table um so you know it's one of those episodes where there were some good elements to it but again it probably falls a little short for me there's some fun stuff you know this is the uh, introduction of Kramer's uh bake your own pizza idea which is always fun um but yeah for the most part not really a big fan it's just kind of uneven overall and i think a lot of it has to do with sort of this um this flimsy narrative of you know finding it difficult to relieve yourself of a childhood friend and or someone that you just don't care for as much anymore as you used to
0: and it, it was probably easier to do it back then i think because like today you've got the internet you got social media you got facebook where yeah you can be facing friends of people you don't really hang out with but i don't know is it is that harder now, Laura? Uh,
2: well today you can just text them and say no i don't want to <laughs> i don't yeah. want to do anything right blah blah um i have to say i like kevin dunn the guy who yeah yeah totally he's funny. great um If you, if you're inclined and you have the ability, you got to watch him in, uh, in Veep. He's hilarious and, um, the, the there were a couple things that bugged me about that whole thing. One was, and I don't remember did did they talk yet about the fact that George and Jerry knew each other when they were kids?
1: No. That's okay. not that's really. later. Yeah, that's later. Okay. Yeah,
2: because it—that was something that bugged me because I know that they knew each other when they were kids, and how does he know him? And jo- and George has no clue who the guy is. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. to that same thing we talked about.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and but the one thing I will say is the, um, the discussion of the list of excuses. Hmm was one of my favorite things you know and elaine Mm -hmm. goes crazy and writes all these weird things down but that's very popular for them throughout the whole show you know um remember george keeps keeps uh anecdotes about things he's good at right wasn't that the one right Yeah. yeah to have a phone conversation um I mean, it is a thing in, you know, in life. I mean, you guys probably all have had this situation for one reason or another. I was the friend in my situation that wasn't <laughs> going to be friends. Wasn't mm. the one left behind. Oh, okay. um, Because I mean, the girl was, she was a girl, a friend of mine in high school and, you know, I went to college and, you know, moved on and, you know, kind of moved away and, you know, I would try to, you know, set up something and it just it never really was like it was in high school again. You know, so she's like, well, you know, we're not going to hang out anymore. <laughs> and I was like, it's a little startling, you know, but, you know, it made sense. You know, when in hindsight, you look back and you're like, yeah, you know, you, you were probably right. <laughs>
1: did, you, did you get the excuses? I mean, did she drop you with no. excuses or was it a one time kind of, eh, we're not going to be friends?
2: it was that it was okay. the latter um and it was fine you know I mean at the time it was kind of like you know <laughs> what you know but um you know looking back it's probably a smarter smarter to handle it you know I mean the one thing you can give her she it was honest you know she was completely honest about it so I mean it's not a I mean it is what it is you know but I mean I just this this is another Jerry moment, or you know, an early Jerry moment where where he has trouble dealing
1: with men. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's Keith Hernandez, and That's oh, true. Yeah. he never seems it's... to have trouble dealing with George. Or I mean, right. I guess I guess you could maybe make the argument that he has trouble with Kramer because Kramer. I mean, there was the one episode with the keys, but it does mm-hmm. seem like Kramer kind of comes in like a tornado. All the time in Jerry's life and for better or worse Jerry always accepts Kramer back he can't get rid of Kramer although I think a lot of that has to do with them being neighbors and being friendly and things like that, but it does seem odd that you know we get to know and maybe that's part of the tonal issue is that. You know, Jerry can break up with someone for having man hands or a mm-hmm. big nose or whatever it may be. Eating you know, he can find the most superficial. Bread. Yeah, exactly. You can find the most superficial yeah. reason for, for breaking up with a woman. But yet he yeah. maybe struggles to. And I, I think this is more of that plot device. Like you said earlier, I mean, you know, Jerry and George grew up together. And there's no mention that George knows of uh, this character, mm-hmm. and it just is—it's probably uh, more so to do with the the curse of trying to be a a sitcom where you're trying to remember everything yeah. and you know have some sort of continuity with with past episodes or whatever it may be. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, this episode it, it seemed like more of a plot device, like well, we we want to explore this, but we don't want Jerry to do this to George, we don't want Jerry to do this to Kramer. Well, yeah. let's invent some childhood friend that Jerry grew up with and will you know, have him on. And I think, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I think Kevin Dunn made some other appearances. Did he not in the, in the series or was the, maybe even as different characters. I'm not really it's possible. I can't really recall. I, I want to say that, you know, he's been in several ever, uh, episodes, but maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems like it was sort of a plot device just to get us through a half hour show. And mm-hmm. um, didn't really work for me. Although, like you said, Kevin Dunn was, was really good as this, guy that probably should have zero friends given the way he treats people and you know i think jerry would have been well within his right to and he mentioned it at the diner you know about how he was treating the waitress and Mm -hmm. you know how he shouldn't talk to her like that kind of thing and yet he still lets this guy walk all over him because he he cries you know the you know kevin dunn's character (laughs) cries so of course he you know he opens up his heart a little bit and says oh well i can't you know i can't i then he even gives him george's ticket to the next game so it it's just kind of a strange episode and again one of those like early Seinfeld episodes that is kind of forgettable with some fun moments, you know, but yeah. ultimately doesn't add up to a whole a whole lot of memorable, you know, memorable moments. Yeah. This I mean for this is
2: episode 4 um mm. I think this was a I think this was a <laughs> this was a good setup for George having like all this weird stuff go on too, you know. He, you know, he got a look at how bad he is with women, you know. And you know, he talked, he talked to the girl and told her he liked her. And yeah, you know, he's wearing his fanny pack, which, which I believe <laughs> those are coming back now, by the way. Yeah. So you might want to go get yours. Um, <laughs> oh man. And the floss just hanging out.
1: Um, Doesn't it seem like the the dumbest, like, you know, the the dumbest insecurities for George, especially like, you know, he had the dental floss hanging from his hand and then he panics and -hmm. essentially tells this woman he likes her, which I mean, is that really that (laughs) big of a deal? I mean, why wouldn't he tell her her. that he likes her if they're if they were going out or dating or whatever it may be? I mean, it just seems like a classic that was kind of a lazy plot vehicle for George, but I know what you're, you you know, it sets George up for, for what he really becomes, which is this just insecure, almost like a bubble boy type where he doesn't want (laughs) to live outside of his bubble. Um, But yeah, it's kind of strange. Like, you know, the the, the most ridiculous of things that, you know, end a relationship or, you know, make you think that the relationship's over because you said, I like you. It just, (laughs) Kinda of strange, but I know I know where you're getting at there with George and his character development. Yeah,
2: yeah. and the other the other thing that made me laugh was the pennies. <laughs> you know, I mean, now if it, in current time, boy, those pennies would be really sought after. <laughs> you gross. know, they would be like, "Yes, we will count them for you with no yeah. problem." You know, that's I mean, having to roll pennies—that's something that. um like you know those things on Facebook where they say do what did what ha- what doesn't exist now that you used to have to do? That's yeah. one of those things. That's true. Like yeah. Pennies, you know. Because it's such a pain.
0: Well, Jerry got to go to the Knicks game, you know, and this attempt to keep the friendship going. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Knicks were good back then. I, I guess they were. Maybe it was the Patrick Ewing era or whatever. Mm-hmm. But does that help if it's good tickets? Like Well, they were
1: behind the bench. I mean, and yeah, they- he, Jerry ended up not going. Okay. Uh, so he ended up, you know, because George was kind of upset that he gave away the ticket to, to the friend. So, you know, Jerry's like, well, fine. I'll, you know, come up with an excuse again, back to the excuses of, of why not to go. And it's funny. They, they have all these excuses that they, they, they try to get out of things. All of the excuses are terrible. Like, for instance, <laughs> the I'm going to tutor my nephew was the excuse to miss the Knicks game and uh, of course you know joel ends up taking kramer because they get right. it off because kramer hits it off with everybody and then you know joel comes in and jerry's in the apartment with elaine and wondering oh you know that's why you weren't you know at the game or whatever yeah. it didn't come geometry so planting that seed a little bit again but um yeah i mean you know they had patrick ewing at the time they were probably pretty solid but um you know at the end of the day um it just it baffles me that Jerry just can't like end it with this guy because okay, the guy maybe calls once a week, like Jerry, I think said in the beginning, but it's not like you have text messaging. You're in the biggest city in the world. You're probably not going to run into this guy. Mm -hmm. Now, granted he could maybe come to a, one of your comedy shows or whatever and bump into you. But I mean, you could probably even just let this kind of Peter out a little bit on its own and just, let it let it naturally go away where you just don't answer the phone or, you know, he said he was screening calls anyway. Um, you know, so why not just let it go and let it sort of die a slow death, even if it's really long, slow death? Yeah.
0: But, you know, I'm looking at this. I inadvertently almost ended my relationship when my wife and I were engaged because Laura and I worked at the same paper. One of the perks was at the time we were getting tickets from some of the sports events just to go. And it wasn't premium seats. It was just more of, hey, if you want to go, it's fine. Well, at the time that I was there, the Cavs stunk. I mean, it was pre-LeBron. So yeah. I remember getting um, the guy who covered the Cavs at the time. Yeah, you know, I was probably the only guy asking for Cavs tickets. So I probably went to 10, 12 games a year because nobody else ever asked for the tickets. I took my wife to a Cavs game. Couldn't remember what, where they played, but she brought her parents along. There was probably 500 people in the stands. The Cavs got beat by 40. Uh, I can't remember the team they played. They probably played a horrible team. And everyone felt – we all fell asleep in the crowd. It was that boring. But a couple years later, I was working in marketing. I got offered Cavs tickets, nice tickets. They played LeBron. LeBron was with the Cavs at the time. And I really liked the guys. I'm like, yep, I'm in. (laughs) I'm here. I'm ready to go, you know. So I'm thinking, hey, if the friend could give you nice tickets – Why not? You know what I mean? Hey, we're in a pandemic. It's hard for us to go out and see everybody and see each other. One of the things I like about this podcast is hey, I like you guys. It's our time to hang out together and do some podcast stuff. So, hey, you know, stay friends. They can give you some fun stuff, you know, like Nick's tickets or uh, podcasts. I don't know. I mean, you know, well,
1: Jerry Jerry had the tickets, though. So, and it was more of a. He only I mean, he only mentioned it to Joel that he had the tickets because Joel was crying and he was trying to, like, put a big on the situation. But it's like, you know, it just that point he could have even just not even gotten to that point if he had just let the the voicemails keep coming. Eventually, the friend is either going to move on with life or whatever. And if you bump into each other in the biggest city in the world, you can just say, oh, I'm late for something or I got to go here. I mean, you know, there's especially in that day and age, there's no social media. It's not like you can Facebook people and see what people are doing or. Oh, yeah, you're done. You know, there's no Twitter or Instagram then. So you could have he could have easily let this just kind of die out and not even made it the big deal that he kind of made it.
0: Mm hmm. Well, think of it too, even calling somebody. If you're calling a long distance, you might as well say, hey, <laughs> nice knowing you. I mean, nice. I remember moving 20 years ago. You're pretty much telling people, all right, we'll see you again. You know, <laughs> have a nice life. See you. And that yeah. was friends too, not just, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, very, very different. I don't know. I'm wondering if the pandemic subsiding, are we gonna start having this big breakup? Like now we're talking about the great resonation where people are leaving their jobs and do different things. Or are we gonna have this big breakup where there's all kinds of you know male unbonding happening in the next <laughs> five years? This could well, be next
1: probably, Yeah, you you probably didn't make too many new friends during the pandemic right, or, right. Or unless you kind of got you know quarantined into a you know apartment complex or something or or whatever or maybe cl- you know stayed close to your neighborhoods and maybe walked around or did some activity like that but uh, i don't know i mean you know you you probably got bored and relied on people a little bit more during the pandemic and you know to some degree we still do and so maybe you might see some some breakups where it's like once things maybe get closer to normal there might be some. Well, I like you, but I kind of pandemic like you kind of thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to have an NBC executive. Probably the ones that were around that time may not be with us anymore. But you know, they must have really loved Jerry Seinfeld because if you're if if this is all we had to go on, say we're watching this as the weeks go on and we're doing the podcast, I'd be like, mine, this podcast is going to be over soon." I mean, I can't believe they picked it up. There were some. Just, you know, not awful episodes, they're just not great episodes either.
1: So Yeah, it seemed like back then maybe I you know, and obviously I was very young at the time when this show came out, so I don't really you know, you don't really look at the trades like that when you're, you know, not even <laughs> ten years old. But um, you know, at the end of the day I think for a show like that, you know, I don't know if the ratings were just skyrocketing or if maybe it was that they thought they had gold there, it just was it needed to hit its stride. It, it's probably the kind of show that I don't know that it would have made made it beyond the pilot stage at this point if it were this day and age, and in a, a network like NBC or Fox or CBS were trying to promote it, I, I'd be hard pressed to think that the pilot episode would really, especially with that six month you know waiting period or whatever it was between the pilot and the. And the The next episode. I don't know. I don't know that the patience would be there these days, especially with how quick people are to just go to the next thing. Um, You'd almost have to be like, hit it in your stride Seinfeld in those middle seasons for people to really be like, yep, we're going to green light this and you guys can have all the money in the world and you can do whatever you want with the show. We don't care. But it was a very different story with these first uh, several episodes. You know, TV is
2: TV's a lot different now, too, um, over the past few years. TV seasons are much shorter than they used to be. Um, and, you know, you get, like, you get two seasons in one anymore on a lot of yeah, episodes, Which is, you know, it's kind of nice, actually. You know, there's a lot less repeating of episodes. Um, you know, I, I think because they know that they're going to have to keep people's attention. There's too many places to put your eyes you know, outside of the networks.
0: Absolutely. Very good. So any of the thoughts on Mill Um before we look at. I I,
2: I have to mention, I, I really enjoyed this Elaine section where she, where they're talking about what they should do at night, that night. And right. he's like, he's <laughs> like, do you want to go eat? Um, do you want to go for coffee? Do we have to talk? Yeah.
1: You know, <laughs> she wanted to like, go out to eat, but she wasn't hungry. And yeah, then, yeah. You know, and then She wanted, wanted to go coffee, for coffee, but, but she didn't, didn't want, want to talk. Coffee, yeah, and she didn't want to talk. We all get that way, though, where you're like <laughs> you're bored with whatever's going on, and yeah. you just want something different. Mm-hmm. But then it's it's kind of like when you're well, what should we watch tonight? Well, I don't care. And then when someone gives you like five options, you're like, no, nah, yeah. I don't want to watch those. Yeah. So it it, it kind of. And that's what that's when when seinfeld is at its best i think it's that it really mm-hmm. is the show about nothing but it's the show about mm-hmm. life and everything yeah and i think that's the the perfect microcosm of of life that episode mm-hmm. i mean my favorite part i think was kramer because this was the first episode that i think we've seen here where he's really the over the top kind of yeah. kramer yeah these weird schemes and not schemes because i would imply yeah. that it's bad but you know, these weird, these weird ideas and things like that. It just that, you know, the bake your own pie thing was hilarious. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just, uh, it kind of made me remind my, it reminded me of the other episodes that, you know, classic Kramer kind of episodes. Like this was a good sort of starting point for Kramer where he's really Kramer. And plus it's one of the first
2: times you see like Jerry coming home and Kramer's in his house. Yeah.
0: Yes. (laughs)
2: And, on, yeah, and man man. on the
0: phone, you know. Yeah, how was changed.
2: Yeah, <laughs> which, uh, oh, which 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 was also funny because he's like, "Don't hand me a phone without telling me without yeah who it right.
1: is." Yeah, it was. I mean, there there were moments. It's kind of one of those like you know, like we I've said in the past here, where it's it's building towards what Seinfeld becomes and and the greatness of some of those episodes that are you know the peak Seinfeld years. And I think there's those elements to it, like you said, with the Elaine stuff and the Kramer stuff for me, Um, you know, George, you know, he, he's not really given a lot to, to, to chew on here. Really. I mean, he's given a little bit, but it's not one of those, like he's the insecure guy that we come to know and love in the series, but he doesn't get some of the outlandish, you know, eating from the garbage kind of George or sleeping under his desk kind of George. Like we get, sort of a snippet into that life but it's not quite you know fully realized and i think they were still trying to to maybe find their way as to how to to divide these episodes up to their you know main character you don't want jerry seinfeld to be a sub you know secondary guy you want him to be the main attraction which is why we always see them at jerry's apartment you know but um i think there's the elements there and you know the side characters starting to kind of get to where they're going to go and this is a
0: good starting ground for them yeah all right what, what we got coming up next week on seinfeld the stock tip oh yeah yeah
2: <laughs> this is the sniffing one is that right
0: yes yes
2: <laughs> with one of the ugliest sweaters i've ever seen
1: and this is the and that's the season finale that's the season one finale season one was uh was the shortened you know we don't 500%. know. We, yeah, we don't know if we want to commit to your, you know, 22 <clears throat> episode seasons. So they gave them this short little run to see what they could do, and obviously it, it worked out for all the parties involved. But yeah, uh, next week's episode, season five or season one's over. Um, very quick season, and we get to uh, some of the better Seinfeld.
0: Yeah. Be patient with us. We we gotta get through the trouble <laughs> before we get to the good time. <laughs> right. It's like a biography you read uh, of somebody famous. Hey, the first couple chapters might be a little. Right. You know, they're not being a celebrity right away. But, you know, hey, chapter two or three, that's where it gets a little interesting. So, Mm -hmm. all right. Well, very good. Well, hey, let me uh, do a quick promo before we go. Um, uh, Chase Bank is sponsoring this episode. Again, if you're not happy with your bank, and there's a lot of reasons why not to be happy with your bank, try Chase Bank. Uh, Click the link, sign for account. Attached to direct deposit. They will pay you money. So, man, make money while listening to podcasts at the same time. Where else can you do that? It'll be great. Um, and, hey, check our podcast. Uh, we have an agreement with public news service. So whenever we can't do podcasts, we're going to upload some of those up there. So we'll have two new podcasts a day. Um, you know, we got this with um, Laura and Craig. We got uh, Laura and I talked about Fraser earlier. We'll have that up in the next few days. Um, talking with um, Joe Frost later tonight about a couple Ohio stories of interest. And then Craig, God tell you, I don't think I even told you about this. Next Monday, the return of Megan Henry and Danae Phil- Philby. They're going to be doing separate shows. Um, maybe not every week, but we're going to catch up with them on some Ohio stuff. Got to catch up with them at the dispatch event, Craig, that I talked to you about. Ran to both of them. Um, it's funny, Laura, i podcasted these guys, they're both Columbus dispatch reporters for like a year. And we just, you know, a couple busy weeks came up, we fell in touch a little bit. I never see him in person. It's so weird what the pandemic does when these are people I work with, you know, my job and as a pandemic, you don't even see people half the time. So what a crazy time. So yeah, check all that stuff. Lots of fun stuff happening on the network. All right. Well, Craig and Laura, thank you so much. Laura's going to check out the Connors. Uh, Laura, I'm not sure if we're going to start yeah. our Connors podcast soon, but yeah. it's fine that you're checking out. Um, but uh, Craig and I have got another podcast. We're going to talk about the meaning cast. Kind of a fun little thing that's going on, on Monday Night Football, uh, making something unwatchable. Kind of fun. So we'll talk about that next. Thanks for checking out our show. Have a great day, everybody.